Hello and welcome to another full beam adventure. Let's have it, gang. We are episode number 33. No, it's not. It's phase four, isn't it? No, it's two. 33, you're right. Sorry. Carry I, on. I think we should edit this out, but we'll keep it in because I'm right. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking, I can't, I can't say 33, so I'm going to say 33. Because I said, can't say 33. You said it two times, man. Yeah, no. So 33. 33. So, yeah, episode 33. Hello, everyone. I'm driving, so excuse me if I don't look at the camera too much. It's probably a blessing for you anyway. So, where are we going to start, Sai? Well, I think, first of all, I think you've introduced yourself very nicely there. Indeed, Al. Um, I'm Al. So, this is Al. Uh, and I'm Sai. Still monkey, I know. And... Okay, go on uh, Al's just testing out his brakes. I, I um, without any, without any panic or fear at all. It was only a fair five hundred. Uh, I had to bounce off it. You would have done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you got like an extra uh, bag anyway. So. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, 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 we're in high. Well, I'm in high spirits because it's Friday. Um, I love these uh, Friday episodes because we're always in a nice mood, aren't we, Al? Yeah, nice. It's uh, been another tough week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a really tough week, man. <laughs> I it's can't just, that's kind of, I, I use my brain so much. I just think, think, think. And the, the worst thing is, it's sat next to you, I can smell your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the workings, you know, and it smells like, it smells dusty. It's meant, this is meant to be a car podcast. Sorry. Please, shall we carry on? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, where do you want to start, Al? So we do the F1 first of all. Only five minutes, don't switch off. Mexico. Mexico, Arriba, Arriba. Tell Jala- me some... Jalapenos, tacos, whatever go on. Big hats. Yeah. Big hats. Fajitas. And a very good grandstand of a track in the middle of it, love that. Um, yeah, so give, tell me some things that you like about the Mexico Grand Prix. I like the way it's at altitude, so it kind of messes around with the settings on the cars. You have to work a bit harder, don't you? Yeah. I like that. I also think that was was wind an issue because I, I saw quite a few crashes in free practice. They kept getting caught out on like a certain bend. Like obviously Bottas trashed his car. Uh, there was a couple of scary moments, wasn't it, for, for numerous other drivers? But I didn't watch it. I watched a bit of it. Um, I saw the start and I saw the whole kick, but well, not the kickoff. It was great driving to be between Hamilton and. Verstappen, they kind of came together but bounced off each other and they were like jigsaw puzzles. They like they couldn't get away every time they turned in, the other one was there, they turned in again, the other one was there. They just couldn't shake each other off, but it was amazing because there was no damage, there was no punctures, anything like that. Um Verstappen went down the field, didn't he? Um What do you think about Max making his people say it was a mistake? He like he said he we passed the flag on purpose and he got the motors to fourth, didn't he? Oh, uh, uh, um, qualifying? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he did it. I think he's just a Dutchman and he was just the Dutch people are honest. He just goes, yeah, that's what I did, and. Yeah. I don't think he was really you know, thinking about it, what he said at the time. That's just what he said. Yeah. Um, I've heard on the other podcasts as well. Um, I was listening to Two Soft Compounds the other day, which is a very good podcast. Um, Scott on that says, do you think Auburn's affected them a little bit? Because Auburn's just very, very calm, very consistent. He's been done well since he's been in the Red Bull. He has, yeah. Do you yeah. think he's sort of put Max out of... 
I just knows how to choose a little bit. Maybe. That's a valid point. Yeah. I think I think Albon is going about Formula One the right way. He's just keeping it better, better, yeah, better, yeah. better isn't he? Yeah. slowly but under the there. radar. He's not having any stupid Hulkenberg crashes or Grosjean crashes. He's doing what he should be doing as a young driver. He's keeping his head down. He's getting results. He's been promoted from the junior team into the proper Red Bull team. He's just doing everything he should, doing it the right way. Yeah. So you'll be one to watch next year then? Definitely. Okay. I believe what I want to say about his, uh, we already discussed this a bit, but uh, Hamilton's entrance. Oh. No, it wasn't his fault because he won, whoever the won yeah. would have had that happened yeah. with the car and all that. Yeah. But just because you couldn't pick more than an ego to have made the act for it to happen to first, could you? See, I, I think he'd just milk it. Well, yeah, I he, thought it was funny. You said he milked it, but I thought he looked quite awkward. Oh no, he oh, I thought he just, he above dead, he millisecond did, did, did he come up with his hands like this? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was walking up to the sky, well, yeah, yeah go yeah, on. Yeah, mate, was, yeah. Go on. Um, but also, like you said, you can't blame him for that. I think maybe they thought that he was going to win the championship, he was going to wrap up the championship there for what, the second year on the bounce? Yeah. So I think they kind of hedged their bets that Hamilton would win, so let's get him to stand on his car but obviously he won the race but he didn't win the championship so it's kind of like a bit of well he hasn't won the championship has he really yeah. whereas that would have, would, would have looked amazing if he'd won the championship yeah, um, nice. but I said to you in work given the chance wouldn't you want to stand on your car and be brought up yeah in, in front of everyone wouldn't you I'd stand on this because you'd feel like a god yeah you know, and if it kind of feels like you'd like, um, oh, what are they called? Um, aircraft carriers, when all the jets and the helicopters are like underground and they bring them up oh, onto yeah. deck to, yeah. oh, just a, a Formula One driver feeling like an, feeling like a, a fighter pilot. Brilliant, but it's yeah, really clever. It mean, looked impressive, it didn't did, it? Yeah, it did. So, what's next, America tomorrow, isn't it? Oh, Sunday, sorry. Yeah, um, the whole farce of the American Grand Prix. Remember years back when there was only four drivers that took part in it because of the tyres? Remember? It was Ferrari. It was the two Ferraris and who else was it? Because tyres have been blowing up left, right and centre over the weekend and they've yeah. been dealing with like the, the amount of pressure they were being put under. So it was like when they had more than one tyre manufacturer, they basically said, if you're on Pirelli's or if you're on Bridgestones, you can't race. Right. And the great the, the Grand Prix went ahead with just basically four cars on the grid. The grandstands were chocker and all you could hear was boos and hisses and everything else. It was a farce. The American um, Grand Prix has always been a bit funny. I, must, I saw an old one the other night on, uh, on Sky and it was, um, I think it was 82. That's 82. <laughs> And the track was Caesar's Palace car park. No. It was. It was just awful. I, I can play about F1 tracks being soulless. This. This looked like it had the souls. It bought soul and sold it on purpose just to get rid of its soul. It was just. It was just a car park. We have a couple of grandstands here and there, just all brown and dusty. It no was way. awful. No Absolutely way. You can see the out, out Las Vegas traffic in the background. Really? Just going across. Jeez. Yeah. That is shocking. It was horrible, horrible. 
So um, yeah, Merkin's always been in a bit. What's the, what's the main track? They're not Indianapolis, but not the old F1 track. Well, it was Indianapolis, wasn't it? It was Daytona. And it was quite, quite glamorous once, wasn't it? There's an amazing, amazing racetrack in California, is it? I think Laguna Seca Raceway. And it's known for, a, a, I want to say a 12-story drop. I'm not too sure. It, it's high, but it's a, it's a corkscrew, and it literally corkscrews that way. Yeah. And the drop in the corkscrew is like 12 stories. Right. You imagine driving that? Be like, be, be like being at Alton Towers or something. It'd be crazy. Um, but Don't you, the, uh, the cars now get round it. Just crash. I don't know. It, it's that turn, isn't it? It's. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Americans are, are too big on NASCAR and IndyCar, aren't they, to be bothered about strategy this and strategy that and tyre wear this and tyre. They just want to watch cars go round and round and round and round for. But they, but they don't. NASCAR is like a mega football and baseball. It's a sport that lasts hours and shouldn't. And shouldn't. But all it is because Americans don't have what's it called attention. Spam. Spam. So what do you want to do is do you want to go somewhere all day, get bevied, have a barbecue, and then every every five minutes look up and see what's happening and then go back to the barbecue again. Bye bye, American listeners. Thank you for the San Jose listener that's listened to us from day one. If, if Al is chatting absolute nonsense there, get in touch. Yes please. And if you want me to hit him, just let me know. No no problem, no fee, nothing. Just say Al. You chat. Uh, why do we come this way? And I'll 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 knock him out for you because I totally disagree. Do you? Yes. Anyway. Okay. The F1 rules and regulations are having a major revamp in 2020, 2021. Switch, 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 switch. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they, Al? I'm not sure that in detail, but I know that the cars look a bit smaller. There's a chassis difference. There is. Tires are wider, but thinner. But thinner. <laughs> oh God! Can we can we move on? Shouldn't come this way. We we don't cover ourselves in glory for, in Formula One at all. The tires are thicker but thinner. <laughs> <laughs> the cars are going to be smaller but faster. <laughs> there's also a wage. That's cap. what I've read. There's also a wage cap. There's a wage cap. And thirty-five million. And there's a manufacturer budget cap as well, isn't there? So nobody can outspend anybody else. And because nobody can outspend anybody else, McLaren, no sorry, Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull have all kicked off saying you can't do this. And so that's it because, must be okay then, that's a good sign. That's because they are the top three manufacturers, they've got money to burn and they don't want to have the same budget as everyone else. Haas, yeah. Sauber, Racing Point. They want to be able to go away develop mightily impressive engines, chassis, use wind tunnels, aerodynamics, the lot, and be totally unlimited, and they're not going to be. And also, that's going to have a knock-on effect on their road vehicles, because they pile so much money into Formula One, new technology, everything else. People go, oh my God, I want that on my E-Class, or I want that on my SL, whatever. Some of the in the week, Porsche, Porsche have developed an F1 engine. Yeah. They've decided to go to it. Wow. What are you doing, Porsche? You playing that? They're going into Formula E instead and it'll be Oh no. Oh just that light shoes haven't shut turn around. I don't know where we are. 
I'm never going to get through. I'm just doing a Yui. <laughs> oh my god. Up here, Ghostland. Okay, um, yeah, so that's that's your F1 done. Um, what about someone like me? What, I, I've wanted to talk about this for a long time. What's our earliest memory of cars? Just let's be, what car did you first go in, or what cars did you first charge? What's your earliest memory of cars? No, man, I've got a few. A little bit old. Okay, well, I'll go first. And my earliest memory of cars is... Is she going to be awake? Could have been a Crosby now. I've got to be me, yeah. Go on. We, um, my granddad on my mum's side, my granddad Terry, he gave me a massive, massive pack. A big, they were almost like top trumps, but not. And they were like postcards, and they had all these cars on. They had the F40 on there. It had old cars. It had the E-Type, the D-Type. Um, it had it had loads of cars on them. And it wasn't a game, so to speak. It didn't like do top trumps with them. Like, what's your horsepower? What's yeah. your to sixty? Was, cig- was it cigarette cards or something? They might have been, mate. Might have been, you know. They might, yeah. but they were big. From what I remember, they were big cards. Big. Okay. Um, I'd have had bags or something. Yeah, that sounds mad. Yeah, no, it might. I, to, this is the earliest memory because I don't even I can't remember. the only cars that stuck out to me were the E type the D type because that looked crazy to me because I had that big fin on the back like an aeroplane oh, yeah. um, and what else was on there like I said I think the F40 was on there if not the F40 it was some, an older Ferrari but I remember having a pack of them and just looking at them going oh my god these are amazing blah 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 and also I used to collect those big scale model cars used to see them in like in petrol stations used to see them in like yeah. petrol stations but, like the Lamborghini Diablo Aston Martin Bugatti B110 um, and I went through a stage of collecting them um, and obviously I was too young because I used to buy them take them out the box play with them the wheels would fall off the yeah. doors would fall off you were 14 now yeah absolutely me, I, I had a, a well I've got an uncle uh, my uncle Peter and again big on cars big on racing motorsport everything else he used to go spare because he'd be like what are you doing taking it out the box and this Diablo door would be like meh and this one would come down and the wing mirror would be hanging off and blah 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 um, and he used to be like Dave you got to keep them son you got to keep them they'll be worth the fortune and I was like racking them around the floor um, go on now, what about you? Well, cars, I never went in, so just memories of cars. There's always cars in the streets, and there's always. When I was a kid, it was like 1970, 71. So, cars, 71 was like a full. <laughs> 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 it was still quite a beauty, so we were in a car then. There wasn't like a car now. Was... Oh, look a horse! Oh, look a car! We've had some feedback on this podcast that I don't talk, I don't let you talk enough off. Yeah. So, so do you want to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Done. Fine. I want to say that back in those days, not everybody owned a car. It's not like now. You know, to, to own a car, you had to be not middle class as such, but you know, that's it. You even need one, or decided I didn't want to get a car. So one. It was the weren't, they weren't common. Dead common. Um, but the car. Come on! Come on! Get the way! Um, there were cars in the streets, and so I always remember that. And going to school, we had to walk past a Renault dealership. Right. So I always remember that because I was like, 
because that must have put you in a bad mood every single school day. <laughs> That's why you remembered it. No, it was to me. It's etched on your brain for it how rubbish it was. Excuse me, because I remember I was only young, right? And this was like, it wasn't like dealerships now, where in the middle of nowhere and there's loads of space. This was like, actually, we'll go, go past it later on, I'll show you. But it was like just, it looked like a very, very big shop on a street. But there were all these cars inside. I was passing one thing, how did the cars get in there? Yeah. What did you get in? Yeah. Because you were driven down the back and down the back end she ended up buying it. I didn't know that. It just didn't look like you'd get these. Yeah, or get them out. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Um, so there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this is going to sound a bit odd. Um, oh, jeez. I was in a park one time. No. This is going to sound a bit odd. We, we had a backyard, right? So we had a. You come out of our back door. And then, like a long, narrow part of the backyard, you went past past the house, and at the end of the yard would open up. Okay. Okay. Now, at the end of the yard was it was all soil. We never lived in the bottom part of the house. We lived in the middle part. But that's been man. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So the part we opened up at the back, there was soil, and there was two cars half buried in our backyard. No. Yeah. What so were they I half buried them. for? Is anybody in them? Was there any treasure in them? Any money? No. Jewelry? Used to, used to half play in them, but I never, I never felt safe in them, didn't like them. No way, buried cars and buries a car. cars, yeah. Um, one was a red Morris Minor. Right. And one was a black, and I don't, I don't know what it was black, but I don't know what it was. It's like an old Austin or something. Yeah. But they always looked full of, well, they were, they were full of spiders and these yeah. creepy clothes oh, and stuff. And oh, grim. That's oh, probably no. the first car went like that. Went like that in. Really? The, mo- the most man, yeah. Um, did and we still of... do that now, well, 62 years later? <laughs> 52. Oh, sorry. Um, so that's, yeah, there's that. Um, that's really that's really confused me. And I'm kind of speechless why someone would bury, not one, completely, but bury two, but only half bury them. Was he trying to hide something? No, I think it was just like a bit of a thing back then where, you know, sometimes... Hey, <laughs> I'm having a laugh at Barry car. <laughs> no. No. No, right now you... Instead of buying a water feature, you bury the car. What did your mum say to you? <laughs> Thanks, Mrs Maxwell, by the way. I, I agree. Um, right, so I think it's like, no, like nowadays you get... <laughs> on your face. <laughs> what? I wish somebody would bury you in a car in someone's back garden. Like, can I tell? Ali, you've done nothing but talk for the last God knows how long. That's okay, so I'm just going to explain what this thing was. You know, like now you get people... Like hedgerows. <laughs> like hedgerows. I'm messing up. Hedgerows. Hedgerows. What about them? Well, that's like a thing, isn't it now? Was it to Like that out? building, that's a thing. <laughs> Go on, Al. Right, so... Shouldn't have come this way. Where are we? Still in town. Um, right, so yeah, it's like now when people the cars break down on the path, but yeah. they don't sell them, they just leave them on the path. Yeah. And they just, just basically rot away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they throw like a big canvas sheet over them or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well it's like that back then, but said people could drive drive into the backyards now. Okay. So I think that's what happens. And over time they just Left. They'd um, probably be uncle's cars or be granddad's brother's cars or right, somebody's. Okay. 
So they weren't buried deliberately get... then? They've just no, over time, they've just become overgrown. Covered, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, and, okay. You know, it put them on something, oh, well, I'll get, I'll get it going next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's that. One... Say that about a, a car on a path. What's the, the crappiest Porsche? Was it a 924 and a 944? With the 928944, yeah, maybe. It was one of them in our where I used to live. It's still there now, I think. No way. Under under a cover. Yeah. And it's been there, it must be nearly 20 years. Jeez Louise. And it's just there. You think it's a Porsche? Yeah. Do something with Absolutely. it? Absolutely. It's not like the scrap and nothing else. You must get some of the parts on it. Yeah. It's just. Oh, anyway, go on. Um, another early car memory for me is. Um, again, going right back to Formula One, um, my dad obviously worked all week and I remember always on Saturdays and Sundays we'd always watch the Grand Prix. We might not always get qualifying him because my dad would work on a Saturday, but we'd certainly always, I always, always remember the noise of the Grand Prix coming from the telly. If I, if I didn't watch it, I, I didn't have the, the attention span. As a kid, I could never sit through like 50, 60 laps, but I would always start with him. Like, Murray Walker's voice would always ring around our house on a Sunday. Murray Walker's voice was Sunday, so was the, the wail of the engines and, you know, the names of Mansell, Berger, all of those. Um, what are you smacking at? I'm just thinking a bit, like, a bit before that. <laughs> Like, I'm going, oh, I remember, like, yeah, I remember, yeah, but, uh, I remember, yeah, I remember, and I'm thinking of really old drivers. Sterling Moss. No, not that old, but, like... A crazy. Yeah, people like that, and you're going, oh, Nigel Mansell, God, I'm just at work then. So, yeah. Uh, I'll just leave the school. Motorsport, Formula One, definitely, uh, that, that has got to be one of the key reasons why I am an absolute carnival, and also... The, the, the amount of cars that my dad went through and I went through a stage of just wanting to go like dad can we go and have a look at some cars can we go into that go and have a look at that car dealership blah 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 and we would we just go with no intention to buy anything we just go and have a look and then when he was buying a new car I always went with him I always always loved dropping off the old car getting in the new one um just making that why? I didn't, I didn't have that experience so I was about 35 <laughs> Um, <laughs> I did get a new car to me, it was just like, well, I'm much less going to the moon, go on. So yeah, uh, really uh, early car memories, and of course, um, what else is there? Uh, I've got one one more that I should have told you about. I'm trying to think oh, of what posters I've lost, I forgot again now. Did you have car posters on uh, you or? Um, I had the odd one, but I didn't really know. Was or I mean I knew what the make was, but I didn't really know the spec of it. I, I tend to I tend to sort of pop groups and footballers. What? Nothing. I'll keep on talking because I've got nothing to <laughs> add. <laughs> Thanks for that. What's what? Well, I don't actually think I did. I think for being such a massive car fan, petrolhead, whatever you want to call me, I don't think I had, I don't think my walls were plastered with cars. I think I had a 911 up, but I just knew, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, you, you got the iconic ones, the Lambo, the Countach was obviously a massive poster car back in the day. 
Lancers, Lanciers, you know, Lancers. all the, yeah, Stratos's and stuff with big poster cars, weren't they? Um, Ferraris, obviously, Porsche, but I, I just can't remember my walls being plastered with them. No, I can't remember. Should have gone the other way, miss. You know, you I keep are saying that, don't I? Anyway, um, yeah, the other one I remembered, oh, I've forgotten again now. I've remembered it twice, I've forgotten it twice. I told you the other day what it was. So was yes, I was about four or I think it was five, it would have been 1972. Um, and we stayed in a, in a cottage in Wales, but it was on a road, it wasn't like setback, it was just, I was on this, it was only a country road, but it was on a road. So, um, one night, and the bedroom I was in was at the front of the cottage upstairs. So, one night, I remember being asleep and I heard all this noise outside. Of What's that? noise, Al? There was a line going, rah. Was it? No, it wasn't. Wow. Um, I just wanted to hear a car noise from me, that was all. A car noise? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing. I even did the head as well now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I heard all like just car noise. I said, just cars going past me. What's that? And it was like middle of, the, middle of the night. Well, I felt like middle of the night, probably, but I don't know what time it was. It was very, very dark. And I looked at the, the curtains, just cars flashing past. I went back to bed. Stupid, they should have got outside and watched everything about it. It was yeah. the RAC rally going uh, past our country. The RAC rally going the Welsh past. Rally, the Welsh rally. And I didn't know. And I should have watched it and it didn't. But anyway, that's a very early memory as well. Wow. So you talk about cars. We had actual cars we've been in. Well, she was up on cars. Um, I don't know, we've been, we've been, this podcast has been quite lengthy. Maybe we should do cars you've been in as another episode. That's our next one. There you go. We'll be okay. Like There's them. a cliffhanger. Join us next time for our earliest car memories actually in cars. cars. Nice. Have a lovely weekend, everybody. I we sincerely mean that. Goodbye. Now, it's just time for the sit in traffic, you know. Enjoy. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> bye, people. See you next week. <laughs>